John O'Ben and Sharon. It is the edge. John O'Ben and Sharon, Tuesday afternoon. It is the hottest day of the year. Whoa. The hottest day of the year? Apparently, that's what it is. And I love it that you've just come to work again, like you're dressed for your summer holidays. Well, you keep having a go at me for coming to I work put wearing, a shirt on, wearing mate. singlets. Okay. Put a shirt on. I'm a beach guy. <laughs> you're not a beach guy. I'm a beach guy. No, you're not. Love the beach. You're not. Love the beach. <laughs> the beach. One thing I forget about over the you know the summer period. Everyone's happy at the beach, aren't they? Yeah. Everyone's in a good mood at the beach. Yeah. Unless one of your loved ones is drowned. Okay. Everyone's in a good mood at the beach. It's apart from Evan, you try and find me someone who's in a bad mood at the beach. Not many people. You're right. Taking out the people who yeah, okay. no people have drowned. Okay, okay. <laughs> what, have we, what have we got coming up on the show, mate? Pull this thing together. <laughs> Uh, we got Mike Hosking. Uh, well, we've got, a, we've got beef with Mike Hosking, yeah. uh, New Zealand's premier broadcaster. Uh, so we, we're going to take it further. Yeah. We are embroiled in a war of words with Hosking. And uh, next, uh, Tai Irangi, who's a road worker. Uh, he's getting a tattoo of Ben and myself on him right now. As we speak, a portrait. We will catch up with him next to see if he's already regretting it. We'll find out after the John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Now, as you'll know, over summer, we met a road worker by the name of Ty. Welcome, Ty. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Matty. You can explain to the audience what exactly you want to do. I really want to get a John and Ben tattoo done on my back. So he wants a back tattoo. He wants a back portrait tattoo, Ben. Of the two of us. The two of us. So I'm, I'm flattered, but at the same time, I'm like, this is not a good idea. <laughs> you shouldn't rush into it, so we're going to try and tempt you not to do it. We will give you, fi- we will give you $500. Five. Nah. Eh? <laughs> but, uh, this is the bit where we say we'll give you 24 hours to think about it. Don't give us an answer. We have someone from your life on the phone. Please say hello to Ty. Ty. That's right. It's your mistress. It's <laughs> <laughs> not his mistress. It's, it's your, your mis- better half. We've tracked down your mistress. This is wife. Oh, 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 we're, not, we're doing the mistress tomorrow, are we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is your wife. Uh... You've obviously heard about uh, what Ty wants to do. Yes, I have. My first thought was, what the hell are you thinking? Second thought was, who the hell are they? (laughs) No, my second thought was, if I get sick of his face, I have two vanilla faces to look at. So, uh, this morning, first thing, we went to uh, Queen Street Tattoo uh, with the tattoo artist Alvaro, who's going to be doing the portrait on time. And, uh, Ben, you kicked things off, just giving him another chance to have it yeah. out. asking him if he still wanted to go through with this. Of course, mate. Of yeah. course, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense he's going to go through with it. He's come all the way here to tell us he's not keen. He's going home. <laughs> OK, Alvaro's about to um, rip into it. How are you feeling, Alvaro? Yeah, I feel good. This will be one piece of work he's not going to be proud of doing. But <laughs> <laughs> I see you've got some shots on the wall of some other tattoos. Will we make the wall? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, it's not a very confident yeah. shot, sure, sure, but anyway. <laughs> Whatever you want, mate, stick it on the wall. Okay, here we go. Count it down. Three, two, one. Whoa. Very excited, weren't we? In unison, even. And we cross live now to the tattoo parlor. Four hours into it. Ty, where are we at? We've done, uh, we've done Ben. Nearly done Ben's face, pretty much. You can stop now if you want. No, nah, mate. I see. Start with the handsome one first, then do the ugly one last. Okay. Uh. Are you hurting? Talk us through how you're feeling. 
feels good. I was just dozing off going to sleep. You're going to sleep because you were saying to us when we were down at the tattoo parlor this morning that you enjoy the uh, the, the process, the pain of the uh, yeah, tattoo yes, needle. Yes, it's a soothing pain, like remedy. You've got an unusual idea of what a remedy is. Like have a Panadol or something. <laughs> so, uh, what what time are we looking to finish? For about seven. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. You're on the. You're on the. Uh, well, no, you're not on the home stretch at all. <laughs> you are no, nowhere near yeah. the home stretch right now. So how come it takes four hours to do Jono? Uh, I don't know. I'll for perfections, I think. Imperfections, <laughs> yeah. I've but got I- no hair, mate. If anything, I should be quicker. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we can't wait uh, to see what it looks like. And, um, wow, I can't believe you're doing this. Yeah, no, it's good. All right, we'll, awesome. keep in t- we'll keep in touch. Ty, all the best. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Last night, uh, I went and picked up some Indian takeaways at my lo- local Indian takeaway place. Oh, love, love an yeah. Indian takeaway. Very T- good, this place. Tikka masala. Yeah, all, all the faves. Yeah. <laughs> you keep going, but you won't. Pop it on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mm. very good. Butter chicken. And it was, Another you know, one of my favorites. Because you, you're, waiting, you're waiting for the food to you know to come out. And I was mm. talking to the guy next to me, and uh, you know, just you know, casual light banter. When you're sitting there waiting. Were you talking about the heat? Good yeah. topic of conversation. Talk about how top Ooh, it was. Jesus, hot at the moment. <laughs> yeah. You know what I feel like in the steamy hot weather? A curry. Yeah, well, it was, it was bloody good. But um, so good, in fact, that this guy, he had driven 60-odd Ks to get takeaways for the takeaway place. Like, I was like, oh, so whereabouts you from? And, and you named the place. And I was like, that's quite far away. And I looked at my phone. It was 60-odd Ks. 60-odd Ks. That- which is far worse than travelling 60 normal Ks. <laughs> no, 60 the odd Ks. When you're doing the odd Ks, you know oh, you've really yeah. travelled. Yeah. And I was like, well, did you, you, know, did you come into town for, for something else? He's mm. like, no, just came in for takeaways. So not to, to the restaurant, just like not to eat. So it, what are we talking like distant, like time travel there? Like, how, how, What is the time travelled on 60 Ks? It's an error. I've just looked it up here. It's like an error. It's an hour 40. So he's three. But he's picking up takeaways, so he's not going to dine there. I'll see you soon, honey. <laughs> three hours later... He's back with cold Indian takeaways. Yeah. I want to know, 0800 The Edge, have you travelled longer to get food? Longer than three hours. Like a mission. You're like, I'm going on a mission. I really need this Whopper with cheese. Yeah. Okay, so a lot of stoners are going to be calling up very shortly, Ben. You can text us two stoners, 23343, but has anyone travelled longer than three hours? Because I was growing up in, in, you know, Masterton, in the Wairarapa, Mm. and, uh, you know, we didn't have... We didn't have, like... Uh, anything to do? Uh, yeah, we didn't have anything to do. Power? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah, well, so we didn't have Georgie Pie. You know, when Georgie Pie was, was quite big in the 90s, so we'd have to travel to Wellington for Georgie Pie. How long was pie. that trip? How long it's was that? It's an hour and a half one way, an hour and a oh, half. Oh, so you travelled three hours for, <laughs> yeah, a, for a piece of food. Much. And we bought, like, we bought, like, eight and put them in our freezer at home. <laughs> so you could have a you'd have a Georgie Pie, you know, when you when you wanted it. <laughs> what were Georgie Pies like after you froze them? Were they good? Oh, they're, yeah, they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Was <laughs> the, the pie worth the trip? That's my question. Well, a pie is never worth a three-hour trip. Yeah. Somewhere, you know, around the Rimataka Hill, you're starting to wonder, maybe this isn't the right idea. You know, maybe there's other things. Maybe we could have just gone to the dairy up the road. Okay, I went under the edge. Anyone travelled longer than three hours for uh, for food? You can text the 3343. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Jolia, welcome. <laughs> Hello. What's the furthest distance you've travelled for food? I reckon it's a couple hours. I'm not too sure if it's three. Can't, but, be, can't um, be three. What was the food, though? Mate, McDonald's steamed buns. McDonald's steamed buns. So whereabouts were you living and where did you have to get to for this? 
So we're in Wellington at the moment and, um, you know, there's quite a few McDonald's and so we, we go to one and we order our, our secret burgers with our steamed buns and they tell us that their steam is not working. We're just like, nah, nah. So, you know, cancel the order and uh, head to the next Macca's. And it... Oh, yeah, nah, yeah, we got our free drinks from the first one because, you know, they, had, they gave us the drinks. We're like, oh, sorry, but I have steamed buns, so, like, we just got a refund. Jeez, and... we're really getting all the details of the story here. <laughs> yeah, That's and then good. we go to the next Macca's and they don't have steamed buns either. And we're like, are you serious? So it's just, a, you know. So going... you ended up getting the steamed buns. <laughs> No, actually, we didn't get the steam buns <laughs> in the end, and we're real battered, so that's why it turned into, a, like, a few extra hours trying to find out what to eat after so, that. What are, what are steam buns? What are, like, I don't know what steam buns are. Oh, oh my, about to change your life. So, um, <laughs> I used to work at McDonald's, and uh, they toast all the buns before they make them up, but yeah. if you get them steamed, mm-hmm. oh, man, they use fresh ingredients. It looks just like the pictures. Did you know your burger never looks like the pictures? Right. Because you don't get steamed buns. Yeah, steam your buns, Ben. <laughs> exactly. Have a lovely day. Have so a lovely... they what three hours round trip for steamed buns, or to many McDonald's, and they didn't even get steamed buns. I don't even think the difference between a normal <laughs> bun and a steamed bun is that great. Is it? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it is. The Edge. Have you travelled longer than three hours for food? I have indeed. We um we're living in Dunedin, and the subway drive-through first come out in um Alex. Alexandra, yeah, a hot day there today, 34 degrees, topical. Yeah. <laughs> Sense of day. So we thought it would be a good idea to drive there. So how long is that distance? Um, I think it's about three to four hours. Three to four hours. Or, if you want to put that in subway terms, 5,472,000 footlongs. <laughs> three to four hours for subway. Oh. Gee, I just... We didn't really count for the time, and by the time we got there, it was kind of closed. Oh. <laughs> Had to drive all the way back again. I was the sober driver, too, so... Oh, it was a drunk decision. <laughs> yeah, of course it was. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Silly old me just thought, yeah, I will drive. Thank you very much. Those are great. It had a few good texts through as well, 3343. I travelled seven hours to get Wendy's. Wendy's didn't used to be in the South Island. So travelled from Christchurch, caught the Inter-Islander, oh, headed to the first North Island location that had Wendy's. Wow. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Okay, so I had to get a passport photo today. And, uh, oh, Rich. Oh, I know, mate. That's what Sharon would say if she was here. Missing Sharon. Yeah, Miss Sharon, I am. Raising a, raising a little human being, if you've just tuned on, Sharon, in case you gave birth, congratulations. She'll be back soon. So we'll passport chat. In fact, right now. <laughs> so we've got a passport photo today, and... Uh, Were you wearing a singlet? Yeah. Why? That's uh, no, fine. That's fine. That's not fine. You're saying <laughs> well, you're wearing your singlet. That's fine. That's fine. I'll do that. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you're allowed to. Well, no, I don't know. <laughs> now, you're making, now I'm second-guessing whether I should have worn my singlet. Do you want to get into other countries or not? <laughs> if the answer is no, then you made the right clothing choice. I'll be definitely taking, have you got any previous criminal convictions box? No, so I took the photo and then the um, lady behind the counter is like, it's quite a full chemist, you know, it's quite full. And she's like, oh, it's you. And I'm like, yep. That's me. She's like, oh, where are you from again? And I was like, oh, just a bit of stuff. And and, uh, and then she's like, oh, no, where are you from? Then she's like, Marie. Oh, no. Marie. So she's yelling at Marie out the back, who's like processing the uh, the prescription orders as well. Marie, look who it is. And then Marie's out the back going, oh. Did Marie have any idea? 
No. <laughs> and then the, so there's other people in the shop as well. <laughs> <laughs> and it turned into a shop-wide discussion. <laughs> you know you could have ended the discussion oh, I at any stage. I, just, I didn't want to, like... You don't, want, you don't want to get too cocky on those things. Remember last year that courier came into work? And then he was talking to me, and he was like, hey, before I go, I better get a signature. And I was like, oh, come on, bro, I'm not that famous. And he was like, no, no, just sign for the package. And that's a humbling experience. <laughs> so, yeah. That really brings you back down to earth. Just when you think you're getting too big for your boots, yeah. a no, courier like, comes in just wanting a package signed. Yeah, that's right. It actually probably means you are too big for your boots. John o, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. So I was driving today along a gravel road. Guess what? What? I'm on the gravel road today. Yeah. Like I'm driving down the gravel road, and I've done something that many many motorists would have done in the past and probably will continue to do. When you're on the gravel road, you put your thumb hard against the windscreen. Oh, yes. In the thought that if a stone or something hits the windscreen... From the car in front. It's not going to crack. That's what we were all brought up on, weren't we? You put your, yeah, you put your hand up against the windscreen. You and as, as, I'm, as I'm jamming my hand and driving at the same time, by jamming my hand against the windscreen like it, I'm, I'm wondering, does this actually work? <laughs> going to get an answer for this once and for all. Oh, Calling Smith and Smith. If you have not yet... Said that in surround sound with the Smith <laughs> and Smith guy. <laughs> That's That's perfect time. Welcome, Smith and Smith. Speaking with Kerry, how can I help you today? Well, this is Jono and Ben from the Edge here. How's, how's it going at Smith and Smith today? Not bad. How are you? Yeah, we're doing well. Just want to mm-hmm. want to put to end an urban myth, whether it works or whether it doesn't work. If you're driving <laughs> along gravel roads, a lot of people are pushing their thumb up against the windscreen in the hope that if a stone hits the windscreen, there's going to be no damage. Does that actually work? No. It doesn't work. Jeez. No. Oh, I've been doing that for years. <laughs> What's the what? No, it doesn't work. Oh, that's just, that's really disappointing. So you're, you're not going to do anything? You're not going to stop the glass from shattering by doing that? It won't shatter. There's three layers of glass, and the inner layer is a safety glass. So the only thing the damage will do is just grow to the point where it can't grow. Mm. If anything, stop. you're probably putting your thumb at risk, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's well, right. I will thank you for, thank you for okay. putting that to bed. That's ah, really interesting. You're welcome. Okay, there you go. Thanks Thank you. for your time. Do you know how long I've been doing that? Like an asshole, wandering around with my thumb oh, on I the get, windscreen. I get, like, when I'm driving, I get Amanda to do it in the passenger seat. Because <laughs> I like to keep both hands on the steering wheel. I put your hand up. We're behind this car. Of course you like to keep both hands on the steering wheel. I'm ten to two here. I'm, do- I'm playing my part in the car. Put your hand up. It's just, as a passenger right now, put your hand against the window. <laughs> and this whole time, it's been a lie. Oh, it's been a lie, Ben. <sighs> Mm. What other things? What other things can you shatter? Uh, apart like from- a windscreen. <laughs> like a windscreen with a thumb pressed against it. What other things have we been doing for years that don't actually work? There was the uh, famous uh, fill up your 1.5 litre of uh, Coke bottle and put on your lawn. The dogs won't poop on your lawn. Oh, yes. Remember that? Does that not work? No. Okay. That was back in the days we had white dog poop. <laughs> I think white dog poop is just when it's been left for too long. Oh, do whatever. I think that's what happens. It goes through the process. It just hasn't like dogs have it just gone forever. It's very trendy. It's on, it's on, it's on trend. It's on Vogue. White dog poo, very 1999. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Well, it kind of all disappeared overnight, didn't it? I haven't seen it for well, many people years. People probably just got better at picking it up. Okay, 0800 The Edge. What have we been doing for many years? And it... And it doesn't actually work. I'm literally choking here. Uh, three three four three is the text. Josh, good to have you on. Uh, what has what have the masses been doing? And it doesn't even work. 
Um, apparently, when you buy a new cell phone and you meant that they tell you to charge it fully, apparently that damages the battery instead of making it stronger. Because well, that's what oh, people have been doing yes. for years. I've been doing it. I'm like, yep, get your yep. cell phone, plug it and charge it full. <laughs> Don't talk to me nah. until it's fully charged. Yeah, they reckon you should let it drain or something rather than charge it right up. But hey, who am I to, you know? Well, I tell you what, you are, you are Josh and you're <laughs> dropping some truth bombs, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. That's it. Tegan with us. How are you, Teagues? I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, doing well, mate. Uh, things that the masses have been doing for a long time but don't actually work? Yeah, so my mum always told me when I was younger, uh, you got the hiccup, so you drink a glass of water upside down. Yes. Yeah. It's very hard to do. Yeah, I remember we were in Aussie once and my uncle held my mum by the ankles while she did a handstand drinking some water. <laughs> and I, what a sight to see. I found out that um, hiccups are actually because your lungs are out of sync with each other and it's actually, that's what makes your you jerk when you hiccup. Right. So it's got nothing to do with drinking water or anything like that. I think drinking water just like makes you concentrate on something else. Because you try and hold your breath, that's another one you try and do for hiccups? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that it, d- like it is to do with your lungs, but I don't know what drinking water has to do with it. Rub- rubbing your temples too is another option, but I mean to be oh, upside yeah. down, drink- upside down, drinking a glass of water. A lot of athletic prowess is required <laughs> for that. For that You're to not take place. Get any water in, though, are you? Like well, like a- she she was using a drink bottle, so that's a little bit easier than using like a glass of water. Okay, do it to, do it to me now. Do, producer Dan, you come in here. Come in here, producer oh, that's Dan. Not, that's not. Oh, no, come in here. Yeah. Dan will go upside down. You try and give him some water. We'll I'll see go, if it's I'll even possible. Here. Sorry, Tegan, you just have to listen to this. Come through, Dan. Hey, Dan, don't rush. It's not like we're live on the radio. He's literally just snail's pace. Okay, producer Dan. Okay. The problem with me is I can't do a handstand. I'm not very good. Well, no, put your feet against the wall. Okay, so producer Dan is uh, is going to go upside down, put his feet against the wall. That's the way. And, Ben, you try and feed him a glass of water and see if it can actually happen. Is it working? Well, he hasn't got hiccups, so... Water off my face! It's like waterboard torture I'm watching here. The annoying thing is I didn't even have the hiccups. (laughs) He's just got a very wet face. All right, well, that's um, that's that. I don't know what the point of that last couple of minutes was, but, hey, there we go. We did that and we'll regret it forever. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Now, if you tuned in the show yesterday, you'll know that we were called out uh, mm. by one of the country's premier broadcasters. Michael Hosking. <laughs> is, that, oh, is it Michael Hosking oh, I'm assuming it's Michael Hosking. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> Michael Hosking sounds a lot more prestigious, yeah, doesn't I'm, it? I'm surprised he didn't go with Michael, Michael Hosking. Michael mm. <laughs> He should go for a rebrand. <laughs> Michael Hosking. Uh, anyway, Michael, has, uh, he's had a crack at us for no reason. Those guys are dicks. But, but, I'm, but I'm over them. I don't, I don't know why you would want to waste your time with this particular project. Hey, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Hosking, having a go at us, two innocent... Little guys well, just trying to make, innocent. make their way through life. <laughs> no, I don't, well, they? we're probably. Uh, I didn't hear it because I was at church that morning. <laughs> we've probably fired shots at Hosking before. So Ben, we we don't want to leave this here, do we? Well, you do. <laughs> I hold on to a grudge. I would like us to fight fire with fire. And you know how we're going to do that? How's that? We're going to lodge an official complaint for defamation with the Broadcasting Standards Authority. So I've looked into the complaints process, Ben. Yeah. I've looked on the Broadcasting Standards Authority website. Mm -hmm. So what you want to do if you uh, want to lodge a complaint is you need to make a complaint to the broadcaster's management. So So in this case, it would be News Talk ZB. News Talk ZB, Mike Hosking's management. So we will call them right now. Don't you need to write a letter? Are you going to ring them to warn them that they're going to get a letter? Thank you. 
Is that what we're doing? That's what we're okay. doing. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry, I'm playing catch up here. Actually, <laughs> As you're asking me that, I didn't know what we were doing, but thankfully you've come to a conclusion. Okay. I don't know why we need to ring them to say, hey, there's going to be a letter, but anyway, I'm guessing... It's a friendly... It's a, it's a fire a warning shot. Okay. Okay. It's like Kim Jong. He's firing off a couple of cheeky nukes, just going, hey, I'm going to do something in the future, just so you know. That's, that we're like that. We're like North Korea, right? No, let's not say we're like North Korea. Let's not be North Korea or anyone in this, you know. Phoning Mike Hosking's boss. Hello. Hello, is that uh, Jason Wynn Stanley, News Talk ZB Management? Who's this? It's Jonathan and Benjamin here from the Edge radio station, Sano. Hello. We'd like to talk to you on the radio um, about being defamed on your station. Oh, <laughs> sure, not a problem. Okay, this is an official capacity, just saying that we will be following this up. Yes, okay. was, this, was this Friday? This is Friday. It's come to our attention, Mike Hosking, Michael Hosking or Mike Hosking, whatever you call him, was talking about us on the radio. Those guys are dicks. Oh, yeah, I heard that. It's quite accurate, actually. Oh, well, uh, listen, at, at best, nimwits. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Twats. I'd even take a twat. Uh, <laughs> we, felt, we felt defamation is, uh, is in order now. Do you know the definition of defamation, though? We haven't looked into that yet. We have looked into the broadcasting standards process. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, see, defamation, you've got... You've got well, our defence will be it's the truth, because that's, that's how defamation works. <laughs> so if we can prove that what Mike said is the truth... <laughs> That's actually not defamatory. Okay. Right. Um, you would you would need to prove that we've slandered or might slandered your character in some way. Oh, oh I feel slandered. <laughs> but, but but can you just can you just confirm, Jonathan, what he said? Okay. I'll pl- uh, listen, I've got audio evidence. <laughs> I come with the audio evidence. Those guys are dicks. But but I'm but I'm over them. Here we go. What more evidence do you need? <laughs> so so do you think being called dicks is is not the truth? Oh, he's got, he's very is good. it damaging of a good reputation of you two? Listen, is you'll be hearing from our lawyers. <laughs> will we? You'll There's be hearing a letter coming. Hang up on him. He's gone. He's gone. Here we go. Mm. Tell you what's hard. I, I don't, I don't the mud slinging's begun. Ben. I don't think they've got their. Def- they're, they're, no, they're not backing down. They're not backing. This is not the end. You're, they will hear of this, or you will hear of this. You only have to look at anything we've ever done on the TV show. Taking this to the top, mate. Or anything we've ever done on the radio. To know we're dicks. Okay. When I say we're going to lay a complaint, we're laying a complaint. Oh, just give it up. No. <laughs> give it up. <laughs> You'll be hearing more. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Now, we've been back at work as a second week back, and uh, every day on our run sheet mm. that we put our ideas for the radio show on. Yep. Jono, you've been pushing this idea, and every day it's... It's just been it's been it's been it's been bumped. Well, it's good topical stuff, isn't it? Everyone's having barbecues. I'm sick of barbecues. You just eat barbecues so much. How do you get sick of barbecues? Oh, you do get sick of end of summer you get sick of barbecues. Right. So much sausages. So many sausages. <laughs> I can't I couldn't even count on my sausage fingers how many sausages I've had. In the hundreds. Okay. And I've enjoyed every every single one of those sausages. But then uh news article flashes up on my feed. Mm. Make it sound like I have Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know. Uh, sausages. Here's the headline. Sausages can give you cancer. Well, isn't every, basically everything does oh, in some form, a, right? Every, every, us talking right now on the radio gives you cancer. Well, probably well, sitting sitting here around these computers and stuff. It's probably. Yeah. Uh, you have a big fear about cell phones, don't you? You think cell phones in twenty years, yeah. uh, people are going to be looking at us all using cell phones like they like we look at people smoking cigarettes in the seventies. That's right. I, I think so. He'll be like, oh, look at them. Yeah, that's what. But we, but you do it, and that's what they did back then. Yeah. So we want to play a game. Very special game. Well, right we don't now. want to, but we're, we're doing this to clear this off the run sheet. Okay. Here we go. 
0800 The Edge, you need to be calling us up right now because we're going to play. Welcome to everybody's favourite game show. Does it give you cancer? Does it give you cancer? So how does this work? So you phone up with something obscure. Ben, you will Google it and find out if it gives you cancer. But this is not a, like, we're not medical professionals. This is just what the internet says. Okay? Does it give you cancer? Let's go to the phones. <laughs> Welcome to Does It Give You Cancer? I think Does It Give You Cancer replacing Family Feud at 5.30 on 3. New game show. Uh, hello, welcome to Does what It Give You Cancer? Hello there. Okay. Um, what do you reckon? Lock something in. I reckon driving cars gives you cancer. Okay, type that in, Ben. Does driving cars give you cancer? If it does, you're going to win a prize. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I bet you it does. Is, is your car increasing your risk of cancer? Here we go. Um... This is my other favourite segment, live Googling on the radio. Always hard. entertaining and invigorating. Uh, isn't it? Uh, unfortunately, uh, also, unfortunately, it's true. A car get, driving a car gives you cancer. Oh, according to this website. All You've right. had a win. Hold there. All right. You've got a prize. Oh, new car smell consists of potent, uh, potent toxins uh, that offer oh, yeah, car's interior. So new car interior. Oh, anyway, maybe. It's just say everything these days is going to give you. Someone's given a, a text us in a link uh, to a website. These are things that give you cancer. Facebook. Deodorant. Soup. Mouthwash. Soup. Sunscreen. Sun cream. Well, see, that's the thing. The thing that I have with sunscreen is people say, oh, the chemicals, and this, but then if you don't do it... Well, you get sunburn and you get melanoma. So it's yeah. like, what are you going to do? Yeah, I well, know, I mean, oh. Rebecca, welcome to Does It Give You Cancer? Hi. What do you... I want to know if any packet food gives you cancer because it's full of chemicals and parabens and all the rest of it. Now, I'd want a quick answer from this, Ben, not you fumbling around <laughs> on Google looking for a yes or no. Give us a concise, quick answer. Uh, will eating instant noodles every day give you cancer? Would you like that answer? Um, yep, that will do. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Does it give you cancer? Well, that contains a large amount of sodium. Is that bad for you? The facts. Oh, this is so Just hard. Just say you... yes or no. I don't. Well, I can't say yes Make or no. Make up an answer. Uh, maybe. I'm going to say maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I'm saying more. No, I don't know. Jake, does it give you cancer? What do you want to lock in? Microwave meals. Why did you put me in charge of Google? I don't even want to play this stupid game. I don't even want to think of it. Microwave meals. There you do it. Okay, Jono. Microwave okay. meals. Cancer. Eating a high consumption of food from a microwave increases your chances of cancer. Well done. Doesn't give you cancer. Back next time. No, Same time. never. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Yesterday we played a game uh, called Connect, Connect Four. A uh, new game that we're trying to try. That we're, wasn't pre-recorded, no, that introduction. It was really good. It was live. Uh, where we try and connect through you guys uh, four people that would know a celebrity. Yeah, yesterday Lord uh, nominated for Album of the Year at the Grammys. And we thought, well, are there four people listening to the show right now connected to Lord? We didn't quite get four, but we did get two. And to be fair, they were tedious. Well, my nana was telling me how she knew her grandpa or something because they were like, um, I don't know, they knew each other from the same small town or something. So she was saying how we're like distantly related by blood. Which sort of insinuates that your nana hooked up with her granddad. (laughs) Did your nana hook up with Lord's granddad? (laughs) Damn. Uh, What's your connection to Ella or Lord? Uh, I worked security when she played at Isaac Theatre down in Christchurch. Oh, okay. Did you talk to her? Did she smile? Did she wave? Did you smell her? Did you touch her? 
She just smiled, didn't get to smell her or talk to her. So there you go. That uh, was uh, our Connect Four attempt yesterday. Two out of the four people we could connect to Lord. Today, you want to try a big gun, Ben? Uh, yeah, he'd not saying that Lord's not a big gun. Oh, yeah, true. She's, she's the biggest, oh. biggest gun we've got. Okay. Biggest, biggest gun. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're going to try an equally big gun, uh, Ed Sheeran. Not a bigger gun. No, yeah. equally, yeah. equally. Uh, Ed Sheeran, right? So he's been to New Zealand many times. Mm. Um, have you ever, have you got some sort of connection to Ed Sheeran? Yeah, 0800 The Edge, 3343. Maybe you met him. Maybe you shook his hand. Maybe you served him food at a restaurant. Maybe. It, you did. That's all the examples I had. Well, no, he's, he's done things like he's done bungee jumping in New Zealand. Or oh, maybe you ran the bungee jumping he's operation. A, he's eaten at Ferg Burger in Queenstown. Maybe you spat in his burger while cooking it in Queenstown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my connection to Ed Sheeran, if I was going to play this game, was uh, he kind of got me drunk when I talked to him. Is that me? You're going to have to down one of the oh, two's sh- gin. Gordon oh. 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 That's not great. No, it's not great. <laughs> you're a little, bit, a little bit queasy right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty sweet... Oh. A little bit drunk with Ed Sheeran right now. You had some, you had some well, pretty sweet travel stories. You got your foot, you bit your foot off. I'm, I'm really struggling here right now, Ed. Has he got the cutest of love? He loved, he loved, he loved seeing me struggle. <laughs> yeah, but that's not one of our Connect Fours. So it can be any connection at all. You boasting that you drank some piss with Ed Sheeran, oh, mate, oh, that geez. doesn't count as one of our Connect Fours. Oh, that doesn't, that doesn't count. We're starting at zero. Okay, so any connection at all, no matter how tedious it is. Mm. Neve. Hi. Go for it. Go for it, babes. <laughs> um, I was over in Ireland a couple of months ago, and Ed Sheeran was there in a bar with me, and we were both drinking there. What? In the same bar? It was pretty mean. Yeah, it was pretty mean. He said he was visiting, visiting his grandma. It's just like the Galway Girl video. He's in the bar in, in, in Ireland. Did so you play? It was did you... awesome. It was awesome. Did you play the fiddle in the Irish band? <laughs> <laughs> Can't say I did. No. So, so was he surrounded by lots of security, or was he just sort of hanging out with no, mates? No, he was, he was just in a really relaxed environment. It was really cool. That's all. And how, how many people were punishing him all night for, for conversations and photos? There were quite a bit of people, but when I was there at the start, he was kind of just kind of with his friends and by himself a bit. But then by the time I left, there were heaps of people there and it was a bit jam-packed then. So you got your moment with Ed Sheeran. What was the one thing you said to him? I just asked him about how his trip was and why he was visiting over here because... I mean, he was kind of in such a relaxed environment. It was pretty mean. Oh, there you go, Neve. Okay, that's the first one. That's, that's one. pretty awesome. We need three more awesome. people to connect to Ed Sheeran. Thank okay. you very much. Jess on 0800 The Edge, your connection to Sheeran. Um, well, it's my dad's, really. Um, he runs a wee business. It's Christchurch Tours. Yeah. And um, while he was last playing here in Christchurch, um, he didn't tell me at the time, but he was his little chauffeur taking him around and showing him Christchurch. So he was oh, driving around. Funny, you You're like dad. This isn't. I know you've got a boring job driving around Christchurch, but this is important information, dad. I know. I was like, why did you not tell me at the time? And he's like, oh, it's professional. Professional. That's a professional driver. Wow, that's awesome. And that's awesome. why. What's your dad's name? Yeah. Oh, his name's Graham. And that's why Graham, the best goddamn tour operator in Christchurch, yeah. professionalism. So what's where, where did he take Ed Sheeran in Christchurch? Well, he didn't go into detail, but I just seen wee photos of um, him and his partner and. That's ben, awesome. He's not going to go into details. No, he's professional. It's, it's okay, we've just stipulated the driver and Christchurch. Exactly. All right, hey, that's very cool. What a great story. These are two great calls. Two from two. Okay, connect four. We're trying to connect four listeners to Ed Sheeran. Will. Hey, yeah. Um, I was going to say when I went to England earlier, well, last year, 
I went to the place where the Castle on the Hill song was actually written about, and um, his mum owns a jewellery shop there, and I went and had a chat to his mum, and apparently Ed Sheeran was actually in earlier that week. You just missed him. You just but missed you him. But you talked to his mum. What's his mum like? Talk, she's lovely, eh? Absolute sweetheart. Oh, that's awesome. What's her name? Yeah. Ted? Uh... Why would she be Ted Sheeran? Dad might be Ted Sheeran. <laughs> hey, mate, it's 2018. Mums can be Ted Sheeran, mate. Right, okay, Ben. Okay. All right, we, we, that's three from three. Wow, these are all very, very interesting calls. I don't know if we can get four. The phones are dead. Oh, is that We're going to fall just short. Oh, 800 The Edge if you have a connection to Ed Sheeran. Otherwise, we are yet oh, to, we connect to connect four, four people, four to, people to Ed Sheeran. Have you got a connection to Ed Sheeran? I do. Oh, what is it? I was on a plane with him. You were on a plane? Uh, I was flying to Eden to Auckland. A normal plane. Because I actually, yeah, I, he was... I heard that in an interview about Ed Sheeran, because often he doesn't fly private jets. Yeah, no, he was in his pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's one of those, is he? <laughs> did you talk to him or did you just see him across the aisle? No, I, di- I didn't. I didn't talk to him, unfortunately. Um, but they, they... Are you sure it was Ed Sheeran or just <laughs> some sloppy university <laughs> student making their way from Dunedin to Auckland? Yeah, that it would be... They announced it over the speaker on the plane. Oh, that's what you want, don't you? If <laughs> you just cry. Yeah. There's some shabby-looking redhead here dressed in pyjamas. We assume that only a famous person would dress so poorly. It must be Ed Sheeran. John O'Ben and Sheeran. The Edge.